Welcome to 2022, where what we said in our first video happens to be coming to fruition. That is two things. One, that we see a big energy run. That has certainly happened. We've been playing the energy play for over six months, basically a year now, um, and have had pretty good returns as of late in that. But we also saw in our first video of 2022, and you can go back to the earlier videos, we have videos every day, that we saw a mega cap tech sell-off in order. And that is finally happening, the first time in many years. If you look at a stock like Microsoft, they have years on years on years of compounding growth. And then what do we see at the end of last year? Satya Nadella selling half of his stock, the company trading at historically high multiples to earnings, despite uh, how good of a company it is, how good the products are. We're not saying anything about the products or the company itself. We're talking over here exclusively about the stock. And the stock is quite expensive and very overcrowded. Why is that? There's a very clear reason. Bonds have been very, uh, yields, bond yields have been very low and people need a flight to safety. And when inflation's going up, you need to be in a stock. Tech stocks provide uh, that asset and particularly mega cap techs, that consistent cash flow that has, that's similar to uh, the US government. Apple is taking debt for very similar interest rates that the US government's taking debt. However, we're not here to talk about the past. We're here to talk about the future and how we can make our next dollar because it's looking pretty bloody out there. Are we in for a massive sell-off? And you might call me crazy. You might think, wow, what am I doing? That doesn't make any sense to you, but I'm starting to like. There's a famous saying by Warren Buffett, be greedy when others are fearful and be fearful when others are greedy. There was a time last year, about this same time, when some of my favorite stocks, CRISPR companies, etc., were up tremendously, 200% year to or, uh, over the year, numbers like this. They were having big runs and I was selling and some people thought I was a little crazy for selling is what it is. But then they spent the last year coming down and that one year of consistent declines of more than a 50% decline, okay? They have more than half many of these stocks is uh, quite large to say the least. And there's certainly some opportunities we can at least look for in this patch. I'm not talking about mega cap tech. I'm not talking about Spotify. I'm not talking about Twilio. I'm not talking about any of the names that you know and are already quite large. Those companies are large and mature. They're also very expensive and uh, don't present massive upside. Sure, they're gonna grow. Everyone knows that. I'm talking about the cheap, young, new companies that have been selling off for the last year and are more than 50% off their 52-week highs. Those companies are presenting interesting opportunities. So how do you approach this? Well, there's definitely a lot of trash in this area that is probably still too expensive and I wouldn't like, like at any price. However, there are some companies that are trading at tremendous prices and uh, I think we should all take a look at. How do we know? You got to do some fundamental analysis on what is their product, what can you kind of expect from each customer in terms of earnings, and uh, where is that cash flow from earnings relative to its current market cap. And you can extrapolate 
however many years you're comfortable with. I'm pretty comfortable with a certain amount of years. So let me give you an example. Jumia uh, is the largest online retailer in Africa. It's currently valued at less than $1 billion. The population of Africa is over 1 billion people, 1.2 billion people there about. So if Jumia earned $1 per every citizen, every member of Africa and the many countries in Africa, it would earn more dollars than its current valuation. So it, you would be getting a good return. Just $1. Every, every person just needs to buy one product. Nobody needs to come again. And it can be a very cheap product. They just earn one single dollar on. However, that might not be fair. That might be too cheap of a valuation to give them. Why? Let's look at the comps, the comparisons. We're not going to look at Amazon because Amazon's big. Let's look at Mercado Libre in South America, a slightly more developed country than Africa. We'll, we'll definitely grant them that. Mercado Libre is currently valued at $59 billion. And this is well off its high as well, as Jumia is even more well off its high. However, $59 billion. However, the population of South America is 325 million people. So you're getting what? Almost $20 per customer versus less than $1. That $1 is looking like a pretty good bet relative to that. And then you want to throw an Amazon into the mix, you're going to get an even more, even higher price in Mercado Libre. So I'm liking these opportunities uh, in this 10x growth space. I think there's certainly good buys that can be made um, if you're willing to let some cash sit in a position like that for a couple of years. There's no question there's some volatility going on. And I, I don't know if everything's going to turn out or turn around tomorrow, but I think it could. Let me give you another example that I actually think could be bottoming right now, or at least there's a case and a logic that I can follow that makes a whole lot of sense. Virgin Galactic is down 18% today, around $10 a share. It came public at around $10 a share via SPAC before the coronavirus pandemic. It got as high as $62 a share, but let's keep that $10 price in mind. It's currently valued at $2.6 billion. It has $1 billion on the balance sheet. $1 billion on the balance sheet. So $2.6 billion valuation. Let's subtract the cash because that's just pure liquidity. $1.6 billion is what you're paying for that company less cash. $1.6 billion. What do you get for $1.6 billion? You get a company that has managed to find some sort of air travel between traditional flight and space travel. This rocket ship has taken Richard Branson to space and intends to begin consumer operations by the end of this year for 250000 or thereabouts per ticket for the early people and more are like 500000 per ticket as uh, time goes on. That is an initial market, but hold on. New form of travel that could possibly send you from New York to Japan in an hour. It's quite an interesting technology. For $1.6 billion, I think it is worth a bet. I would place a bet. And, and as a matter of fact, I have placed a bet on it today. So I like this stock. I like these stocks, this paradigm that I'm trying to portray to you. And I like my energy stocks. Energy's not changing. I see energy rising for the foreseeable future. There is a supply and demand deficit. So theoretically, 
The price should just continue to rise as long as the deficit remains. OPEC had initially expected the deficit to end Q1 or Q2 of this year. Q1 of this year, they said initially, actually. Now they say the deficit's going to remain Q1 and Q2 of this year, and there's no timeline on when it's going to end. So we should expect that to continue. That's today's video. It's a lot of blood in the water, but we got to be greedy when others are fearful. So that's today's video. And until next time, peace out.